Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. in between basketball and football. Football is obviously still going to start revving up here in about a month or so. Uh, basketball, you know, obviously the season's been over. But we can talk about the five players that UCLA, that left UCLA, obviously went to the NBA. Uh, we could talk about those five players. Plus, we could talk about a new signee that came in UCLA. UCLA is going the Gonzaga route <laughs> with signing these international players. Uh, they signed a Spanish big man uh, who's supposed to be pretty good. And they signed a French guard. I can't even stand Please forgive me. Elaine Bibby UL. Yeah. Six, seven guard. Uh, you know, six, seven guard out of France. Obviously, you know, they had to replace some players. Now we're gonna we're gonna get into everybody what happened was that one on an off season for basketball, and that's what we'll talk about. And also for next week, we'll talk about or you know in the coming weeks we'll talk about UCLA Big Ten football schedule came out, and we'll reveal you know the 24 uh, 24-25 season uh, schedule. UCLA plays some big teams. Um, so yeah, I would say get your tickets now. <laughs> they playing some huge teams, you know. Your Michigan's, Ohio State's are all coming to, all coming to UCLA. So like I said, I, I will get your tickets now. But we're gonna get back into, uh, like I said, the basketball. We're gonna get into the five players that went professional and the one that came back. So Boa decided to come back for a sophomore season, which was actually pretty smart. If you look at the draft, which I did. The best big men in the country all didn't get drafted. You know, uh, the National Player of the Year two years ago, Oscar Sheway, didn't even get drafted. Um, you know, Tim A. from uh, Gonzaga didn't get drafted. He's on the Milwaukee Bucks Summer League team, though. Uh, the MVP of the Final Four, the big man, I, I don't want to butcher his name, but the center from UConn, he didn't get drafted. So I'm like, if you're a big man in college, it seems like they're going with these younger guys. I thought about the draft, and we'll get into that a little bit uh, before we get into UCLA, guys. I thought about the draft. They took a lot of, not risk, but big upside guys, you know, uh, with these G League guys, you know, with Scoot going number three, and the the brothers, the twin brothers going four and five. Um it took a lot of chances, I think, you know, uh, the French guy, you know, that was on the team with Wimbenyama went number seven. Um, I don't know, like to me, the NBA and the NBA wonders why, like they, everybody wants to find the next so-called Giannis, you know, so-called Joker, <coughs> excuse me. They want to find these guys like diamond and the rough guys. So they're taking these guys that like, you know, 18, 19 years old who, Oh, he has a seven-five wingspan and he can jump thirty-eight inches. When the when the NBA has basically become the NFL, 
if a guy is athletic, has long arms and a wingspan, he's going to get drafted over a guy who's actually produced in college. You know, to me, if it was about production, Jaime would have been a top 10 player. You know, but the problem is they're going off of this, you know, oh, he can, he could be something. He could be an all-star. He could be this. Like I said, everybody's looking for the next Giannis, especially Joker. You know, Joker went second round, 41 pick, you know. So I just think that everybody's looking for the next that. So they're, they're taking chances, and I feel like they sh- they're not taking chances on proven guys. So I wish that they would. I wish that would they would take more Jaime's and you know more players like that who went to college, played, did their thing, you know. Um, instead of everybody, you know, these G League guys who ain't really played against nobody, you know, they like they played against maybe a couple of NBA guys, maybe. Um, you can go to college and do the same thing, you know. Um, Look at the number two pick, you know, uh, Brandon Miller from Alabama came into college, uh, did very well, kind of dominated, and then, you know, left. I think a lot of these guys are not in the school. They're just into AAU basketball, and they don't know how to – they've been, you know, butt-kissed their whole life because they've been great players, you know, and in AAU, you know, we could, that's a whole other story, but – AAU is a situation where, you know, if you're, they want to get all the best players on one team so they can get all the sponsorships and all the money. Um, and there's no competition, you know, it's just all the coaches kiss the star players butts. And, you know, I think that that's why they go to the G league because they, you know, they know that like, I don't have to go to school. I just go make money, you know, and I think it hurts a lot of players, uh, not all players get drafted that high, but, you know, like I said, this year is probably an exception. But like I said, I thought that the big man, which is incredible to me, you know, Tim, you know, with Tim A not getting drafted, Ashushiwe, and I can't think of the guy center's name from UConn. But enough about that, you know, about the draft. I thought, you know, like I said, well, let's, you know, since I am a Lakers fan, they got a two-guard. Uh, Afrino from in, in, in Indiana, strong, 6'5" about 210, good player, uh, freshman, young, you know, they're going with us, Lakers went over the upside too, drafted a 40th player from Pepperdine, wing player, about 6'8", so, you know, they're going, they're still going big, still think they could should have got a center, like, the Lakers needed Timmy, you know, that they, they could have used him, and they need a big man, you know, uh, but, like I said, we'll see what happens, um, but we're going to talk about UCLA's, um, players. You know, we're going to talk about, you know, the play, the Pac-12 player of the year, Jaime Alcaz. The Lakers actually had a chance to get him. He went one spot after the Lakers drafted. The Lakers drafted, like I said, the shooting guard, and Miami Heat took Jaime at number 18. And I thought it was a great pick for Miami. Now, we'll see if Jaime isn't in a package for Dame Lillard in like a week or two. Um, but, uh, you know, as of right now, he's a Miami Heat. He's the perfect fit for him. That is beyond the perfect Jaime is going to play hard. He's not going to complain. He's going to play smart. He's a perfect heady player for Miami. He's, he's going to learn from Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. 
And he's really going to do great things for Miami. I think Miami got this, you know, he's a steal, I think, for them. You know, the funny thing is, like, if they re-sign Kevin Love, it would be two UCLA guys coming in and playing together on Miami. But I think he is going to do well with them. This is, that's just my opinion. Um, you know, I thought that, you know, ever since I saw Jaime, you know, like I thought, you know, from his sophomore season, I thought, like, you know what? He can actually play in the NBA. He made a jump from his sophomore to his junior year. And then he made another jump from – and he came back and he, you know, made himself a first-round pick. He did the right thing and not just go for the money to the NBA. Came back for his senior year, made himself a first-round pick. I think a lot of kids don't do that. They just jump for the money because it's like dangling out there and they don't make the right decision for their game. And they're better – like, he, I think Jaime's a better player for it. And, you know, all these kids who just jump, 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 you know, to the NBA. Some of them do well. Some of them don't. Some of them kind of mess up their careers. So many, for every Kobe Bryant or Tracy McGrady or Kevin Garnett or whatever the case is, there's a Leon Smith. There's a Kolo Young Young. There's a, you know, guys that were great players but didn't pan out because they went to the NBA maybe too fast. Um. But, you know, like I said, Jaime, the Jaime's, the Draymond Greens, the Tim Duncans, the Steph Curry's, uh, you know, the guys who played in, played in, you know, Clay Thompson's, uh, the guys who played, you know, for seasons in, in college, you know, obviously still doing well. Um, so I'm super, super happy for Jaime, super, you know, glad for him and his family. Definitely deserves it. Um, you know, and like I said, Miami's a great pickup, great pick for him. Now he was the only first round pick UCLA had. Um, Amari Bailey, the big recruit, obviously out of high school, one the number one point guard out of high school, had an up and down season this year. Uh, had finished on a high note, you know, finished on a high note, and did really, really, really well. Um. You know what I'm saying? Did really, really, really well at the end of the season. So, you know, did really, really well at the camps, uh, Chicago and in workouts. So we got him up to 41 by Charlotte. 41 by Charlotte was a great, uh, you know, great pickup for Charlotte. I think that, you know, he definitely could make the team. He probably will make the team. If you draft somebody at 41, usually the top 40, 43 gets, you know, those are guaranteed guys. Now, 45 and up, you don't know. But 43, top 40 to 43 is pretty good. Um, yeah, like I said, he'll have, you know, Lonzo Ball and, I mean, LaMelo, not Lonzo, uh, LaMelo Ball. And, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. They have, they're kind of guard heavy. They got LaMelo Ball. They got, uh, I can't even think of his name. Um, uh, you know, they they like anyway, they're really guard heavy. They have a lot of guards. So we will see what happens, you know, if if you know, if they don't move some guys or trade some guys in and out. But they're a young team. And like I said, I think he I believe he'll make the team. Um at 53 was Jalen Clark, which was kind of shocking to Minnesota. Now Jalen Clark, I I believe he'll be one of the guys who does make Minnesota because they need guards who can guard forwards who can play defense who are strong 
um, strong wing defenders, you know, who are cheap labor. They just signed Naj Reed. So now they, they've had, they have $444 million into the three centers. So they need cheap labor. <laughs> so they need guard guys who can play who's not going to be that expensive. So these second round picks, you know, it just kind of depends on the contract, but they can sign like, you know, three, four, five year deals for $5 million or seven million, you know, four years for seven million or something like that. Like they can either sign a two year deal for four, you know, like, they can either get to the money real fast or they can sign these long deals um, that can, you know, they'll be just kind of in their contract. Like example, perfect example, undrafted player uh, from the Lakers. Um, they're, you know, they're shooter. He he was, a you know, undrafted player. So he signed the Lakers signed to a two-year deal. Austin Reeves, Lakers signed to a two-year deal. And guess what? Now, since he only did, he's done his two years, and he obviously had a great season in playoffs. Guess what? He can get to his money much faster than a first round pick in that you know draft. First round pick, you got to wait minimum about five years, four or five years to get your you know get your money. You know, mostly for you can sign your extension; it won't kick in. You know, the team can like you know use the extra year if they haven't signed you or they signed you to the extension after your four years is up. So. Because, you know, the first-round picks are prorated money. You know, so this is what you're going to make, boom, 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 boom. But second round, you can get to the money much faster. So you got Clark, you got Bailey, and you got Jaime all got drafted. Three three players in, you know, in the draft UCLA this year, which is pretty good. Um, you had the shooter, Senior Singleton. Uh, he went to the Atlanta Summer League team. They They picked him up which was big, uh, big for him. You know what I'm saying? That I, I think he can make Atlanta. I think it's going to be a good a good signing for Atlanta because he's a consistent shooter. And I think, um, you know, that's really big for him. That's really, really, really big. And I think that's, you know, like it's, it's, a, it's a good move, you know, for Atlanta. We'll see what happens. I'm actually going up to the Summer League this year in Vegas. So I'll see what it's going to be looking like um, for you know the UCLA players, I'll be up there for a couple of days watching games. And last but not least, UCLA point guard Tiger Campbell joining Orlando Magic. Now, as a free agent, uh, it's going to be hard for him and David to make the teams because they're free agents. They they have to start from the bottom. And what that means is this, they have to, you know, they have to go to Orlando, Orlando, you know, the summer league camp, make the team, they kill, go to Vegas, really kill to get invited to vet camp, really kill, and then try, you know, then they might sign them, you know. Some free agents that get contracts, some, you know, the two ways or things like that. Just, you know, you just never know. Two ways are good deals. You can make good money doing a two-way. You know, that means you'll get 41 games in the NBA, 41 games, uh, I mean, 41 games in the NBA, and then you'll play in the G League as well. For the Lakers, it was uh, Scottie Pippen Jr. last year that was on that. So I hope that Daywood and Tiger uh, can make the teams. But either way, I believe they'll be, playing, they'll be making money anyway. Now, Tiger and David feel like, I feel like especially Tiger, he can go overseas and make a million dollars. Trust me, I know. They love Tiger has a huge name. 
in overseas, they will love him. He's a perfect European point guard, uh, even though he's a little little, but he's perfect for Europe. He can go make a lot of money. But I think Noah Tiger is probably going to stay in the G League if he didn't make the team. Uh, same with David. I think he stays in the G League, something like that, to try to you know move up. But we'll see. Like I said, summer league is always one of those crapshoots. Uh, it's a different kind of thing now. Like it's really really short. It used to be a month. Like Vegas used to be long. You play a lot of games, but now it's basically ten days. You got you know from the seventh to the seventeenth, uh, the draft picks. Uh, the the first like you know top five draft picks, they play about one game. Like when Benyama is probably going to play one game, so, <laughs> but definitely you know definitely um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with with UCLA players. I hope they all make the NBA. I hope they all are super successful. But and it's a good thing I think to see, you know, all these players in the in the NBA for the future. Future, you know, future players thinking about coming to UCLA. So, yeah, definitely excited about it. I will be watching, you know, them in summer league coming up. Um, and like I said, I think that you know, sky's the limit with all of them. I think Jaime will be the best. I think uh, out of everybody, I think Bailey has an upside, but he's in Charlotte, so I don't know how that's going to be in Charlotte. Um, I think Clark could be a steal at the biggest steal of the draft at 53 because he's so great defensively. He, I think Clark ended up leading the league steals. That's how great he is defensively. But we will see. You know, like, you know, we will see. I think, you know, he has a lot of guys ahead of him. You know, Anthony Edwards and, you know, and, and the car Anthony Towns and all these guys. So if he even gets to that point, we'll see. I, I would hope that uh, everything works out for him. All right. So like I said, thank you for listening. Uh, I know it's been a minute since I've done a show, but like I said, it's, you know, seasons, both seasons is over. This is kind of the dog days, but definitely wanted to talk about the draft and the players, you know, UCLA's got coming in. Uh, Bowl, getting Bowl back is big for the big man, considering they have players that left uh, for the team. Um, He could be the anchor defensively. He can show them how to play. UCLA's going to have some talent, but it's going to be interesting to see how Everything works out. You know, when you lose uh, the player of the year, defensive player of the year, you know, first team all pack 12 kind of thing. You know, when you lose five players to the draft or uh, whatever, like it's a situation where, you know, um, it's a situation where it's going to, you know, test, you know, what you are as a team because they, they got four, they lost four and five starters. Like I said, Bo is on his starter back. And like I said, man, it's going to be interesting to see. But like I said, thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow me at Travis W. Reed on Instagram. Uh, that's uh, Travis W. R-E-E-D. And Travis uh, W. Reed on Facebook. I post all my social media on there. All right. And so, like I said, I hope to talk to you. Uh, like I said, we'll talk about the UCLA football team and their upcoming schedule this year, but really next year when they go to the Big Ten, because like I said, they, they posted those two. We'll talk to you later.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.